Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Legend tells of a wishing star of a single wish waiting to be granted. Kiddies of Boss, I need your help. Is the great Pooh's in boots asking for help? Well, you see, uh... <laughs> get it, please. That wish could get me my lives back. Okay, okay, Possum Face, I won't make you back. But first... Ah! Hey, slow down! I know what I'm doing. What? What? What's funny? Nothing should be funny. Quieto. Everyone is looking for the wishing star. I'm going to wish for everything to be just right. One's trapping in two's a crowd and three's a party cafe You will find your reward does not come easily. What's in boots? Goldie. Bears. All right, let's get it over with. Life to spare, I am nothing. When you only have one life, that's what makes it special. Go get him, Tiger. Hey! Take it easy. Alright, uh, this is Adolf, and I have with me Jacob. Hi, everybody. And we're doing a quick spoiler cast for Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish. Okay. So, uh, Puss in Boots 2, um... What 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 spoiler stuff do you really want to go into? <laughs> uh I mean mainly just how the how the story wraps up, you know, just mainly the big character reveal of the, the wolf, the bounty hunter. Actually being death itself. Yes. That was amazing. I was like, oh was. wow. And he said, I'm not, you know, uh I am literally him. I'm not a uh, representation, not a metaphor. I was like, damn. Yeah. I am just death incarnate. <laughs> and um, I actually really loved how they went, all of them got to the star, all of them like were different parts of the star going together. I was like, damn it, that's so good. It is. Um, oh, I loved when um, they got out, um, what the hell is it called? Um, when Jack Horner pulled out, Gepe- not Geppetto, Geppetto? No. Uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I, love, I love how he sounded like Jimmy Stewart. He's like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> I mean, that's how he did it original, so that's referencing that. Right. Oh, and I love uh, the Pinocchio from the Trek having a cameo here. And Jinji. And Jinji, uh, yeah. Um, And then I actually really liked that Goldilocks' arc about how she was abandoned and um, how, like, the bears actually found her and took her in. I was like, oh, it's actually really sweet. And yeah. and then we figured out that Goldilocks was like, yeah, I want to be on my own human family. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, are you too stupid to realize that they're your family? <laughs> and I love her accent, too. Oh, yeah, I do, too. Um, And Perito was so good. So good in this, and like when he cussed them out, the three bears, I was <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I felt like a little bit bad for the girl that was next to me because <laughs> I was like I felt guilty, but I was like I'm enjoying this. Why do I have to feel guilty? I'm in theater. I'm enjoying this. I paid money for this, <laughs> but I was laughing so hard. I know you mentioned the beeps and they had like one beep before, but that part was hilarious. <laughs> I, I loved it. It's like he 
Corita is just such a wholesomely good character to hear him do that. It was just funny. I was like, did I do a good job? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Oh, and then uh, when they got into the, the dark woods, and every time they each person had the map, it changed. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then when they, yeah, start, they, when they knew that, and then they're like, oh, then I'll get the, I'll get the map, and I'll change it to then make things harder for everyone else. I was like, oh my god, that's so smart of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, it, I, I also kind of like the metaphor of like, with, with uh, Perito, it's like, oh, the roses. You gotta stop to smell the roses, you know? Like, eh, it's, you know, nice metaphor on life. Yeah, and that, you know, he, when he talks to his origin story, and you can just see the uh, the how Kitty and Puss were like, oh my god, you don't know how horrible that story is about being tied up in a sock and thrown into the river to die. I was like, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, that was pretty dark and bleak. <laughs> and he's just so but happy. Like, but yeah, but he yeah he kept on the brighter side of life, and I'm like that's that's pretty cool. He found the the light and the darkness. And then I love that some high, that they're gonna get married, uh, Puss in Boots and Kitty, and then that you know he decided not to go, and then that's why she feels bad that they have that negative like negativity toward each other, and then they're like, she's like I wasn't there either, and I was like oh that's so good. But how did yep. she know he wasn't there? You know. Um, yeah, it, uh, um, what, what else was there? I was going to say something. It slipped my mind. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, when they're in the crystal cave and Puss was arguing with his other versions of himself, that oh, was yeah. so smart and so well done. And yeah, so deep. <laughs> it was. Um, other awesome things here. Um, that how the Goldilocks was like about to just totally you know throw the bears under the bus and but she came back to save them. I was like, oh yeah, and and the mama bear was like totally understanding. He's like, I, I want what's best for you, you know, just that delightful British accent. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I really love that the, all of them had that kind of. It felt like really authentic accents too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Florence Pugh, I think, is British. Uh, Olivia Coleman is obviously British. Uh, I don't know who played the dad or the baby. I thought the baby was James Corden at first, but luckily it wasn't. <laughs> uh, baby was Samson Cayo. I don't know, never heard of him. Uh, uh, Mama Bear was Olivia Coleman. Uh, um, and Papa Bear was Ray, Ray Winston. Ray Winston. Okay. Oh, that's funny because. Uh, uh, Florence Pugh and Ray Winston was in uh, Black Widow together. <laughs> Funny. And then I love when Jack Horner got the sword out of the stone or, and started using it. And I was like, well, <laughs> I can never find the stone. I was like, oh, that's so good. That's so smart. Yes. Yeah. You don't need the whole thing. You just use it as a club. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I love how we have how we had a Mary Poppins' bag <laughs> also, yeah. and also rug from Aladdin or carpet from Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty funny. And that's that's how they could, you know, have their edge back and I could make fun of Disney but not make fun of Disney. Because we know what they're, they're referencing Disney stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, that could be, um, that bag could be Mary Poppins' bag, but it could also be so many other characters' bags, you know? It could have. Um, was it the, the black cat, um, Felix? Didn't he have a bag of tricks, too? Yes, he did. So, yeah. Um, and then I was like, 
why aren't they going to Shrek to stay with him? And then at the end, when they're like, oh, we're going to go see an old friend. And it was like, far, far away. Got it. Yeah. Good. Although, I can't, instead of that, I wish it was, because uh, didn't they stay, like, didn't they go back to the swamp at the end of the fourth Shrek movie? Or am I just misremembering it? I think so. I, I kind of wish it was just like him appearing outside of the edges of the swamp. Like he, he sees like the warning ogre sign or something. And they're like, oh, that would have been a nice. Instead of, but I guess far, far away is a better visual representation of that visually. But that's just me. Uh, it seems like Kitty and Puss are just going to be together, which I love. And Perito's just going to tag along. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Great. Yes. Um, and then. Perito actually was able to make the the um, adorable face. <sighs> yeah, so good with it, without having a hernia. <laughs> yeah, and like all those jokes were sewn in the trailer, but I still loved it. I still thought I too. that intro when they're fighting the giant. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> just how like they were fast paced, running around and jumping around and. Um, having just that kind of, it was just so kinetic and so fast and so just a visual treat to watch. Yes. Easily, easily the best uh, animated movie of the year. I mean, I haven't seen Pinocchio yet, but I mean, it's better than Minions, better than Turning Red, I assume, better than Lightyear, definitely. Um, and I, DreamWorks, it, this is this is so top-notch for them. Um, I was not, you know, I, I read your review, I knew what to expect, and I was like, still, this is awesome. This is so yep. much better. And I was so happy. And I was like, I waited to see if there was a post credit, but there wasn't anything. Yeah, I looked it up and I'm like, eh, once the credits roll, you can just skip out. So I did that. But I don't know, the the, the artwork of, during the credits was so pretty. I did stick around <laughs> a little bit for that. That's what I ended up doing too, because it's like, oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> uh, but then I, I was the only one in there and I seen the usher come and I'm like, crap i gotta leave so i just ducked out oh and i, I said this in the um spoiler free review or i don't know if i'm gonna edit it out yet but um how when they, they visit the cat and the cat lady was like are you the health department and i was like oh that's funny that's that's clever <laughs> and then she was like oh um you see that he's there for looks like weeks if not months that's yeah. how he grew the beard, and like you see him get depressed as he's there, and just succumb to it, and it's like you see that on screen, and it's just a montage, but it's a beautiful way to show breaking his spirit, and it's so good. Yeah, he he became content, and you know, like he he actually started enjoying. I guess not really enjoying, but like I guess accepting his retirement. Like that's yeah, a nice way of doing it. Yeah, I guess accepting is probably the best term for it. Um, or just like, okay. Um, or coming to terms, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it kind of felt like uh, the, the the cat lady kind of made me think of uh, Mirabelle from Encanto a little bit with the glasses and the hair. But yeah, that, that's just me. <laughs> like, maybe it's another thing against Disney. <laughs> Originally, I wanted Perito to be um, Gabriel Iglesias, but I think Harvey Gillian was probably be better it was better than gabriel because i think it's like that would have worked really well but i think henry just harvey did it such a great job i think he did better than he could have i wanted it to be you know well i mean because like you know gabriel glacius is funny but i don't think he'd be able to bring the heart or the likability of perito out so 
they have a very similar voice. I can almost see that that's them, you know? They do, like, because, like, I thought that was who it was, and I was like, who is this guy? Like, apparently he's from that show Narcos, I think. I don't know who he played, but... Oh, he's in the um, Mickey Mouse Found Paths. <laughs> oh, as who? Uh, funny, I guess. That's um, And then what we do in the shadows. Um, and then his... Um, I'm just looking at his MDB. He's Nightwing and Hardy Quinn. Oh. oh, okay. So he's been around, but like I never like knew a face to his name. He's an archer. Um, so okay, cool. Nice. And yeah, Maloney. I I know you thought his voice was annoying, but I thought I actually was like this character model is so weird. And then they explain it, and I was like, okay, I'm cool. I'm game. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think because it seemed a little bit too much like uh, Peter Parker to me. And like, whenever you mentioned it during the review, it's like, yeah, okay. Now, now I can place it. Like, yeah, it sounds too much like a Peter Pig or Peter Pork or whatever, whatever his name was from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I-, I thought he was just a really, like, you want to hate him, and he, it's so good to hate him, and you're like, it's okay. It's okay to hate him. He literally is using his henchmen to walk on their backs to go over a bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the two henchmen who he hired to steal the map, uh, he gave gave one of them the Midas touch, and the brother didn't care and just belted him. <laughs> like, or was going to, because, like, cart him off, like, weight and gold. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. That's why it's at the edge of the back. That they could do that. Disney would do, wouldn't do that. No, they wimp out. That's you know they would like do the finger maybe, but not all the way. Where the, literally he's dead, but it's like you know what? Okay, cool. I I could take this. It's good enough. And it's like oh yeah. I mean, no honor wrong thieves, and you know a human size amount of gold is a lot of money. <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> Especially then and still now, a human size amount of gold, you know, I don't know how many pounds that human was, even if it's like 100 pounds, that's still a ton of money. Because it's it's like, uh, what is it, $10,000 an ounce or, or 18? I can't remember how much it is an ounce currently, but it's a lot. Um. So, assuming the human was 100 pounds, which is, I guess, decent for that era, for that size. He looked like a average, you know, five foot three human being. Yeah. Um, it's about currently worth uh, $2 million. Wow. Nice chunk of change for just stealing a map. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> It's it's, but just loving how many different things came out of that bag, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, is it? And then him coming back, I was like, I'm I'm happy he's back. Actually, I liked seeing him fight and and using so many random ass things from that bag, and um, yeah, and like oh the bubbles and stuff, oh, so cool. Yeah, and the, <laughs> just how colorful it was when they kept changing the thing, and oh, so good. It is visual feast. And and if Avatar hadn't come out not just the same weekend but the same year, it would be like the best 3D of the year besides the Avatar re-release. But nope. <laughs> and it definitely is like one of those things where like we're just not expecting it to be this good because it's just like okay, you know, it's a Puss in Boots movie. 
the first one was really good. I remember really enjoying it and like, okay, I haven't seen it, but okay. You know, I, I enjoyed it and it's better than the last Trek movie. So, okay. And they, they hit it out of the park. And I, I, I hope the Trek uses this art style too, because it's gorgeous. Yeah. Like sometimes, the, sometimes the detail is not as detailed as I would like, but it's the style. It's just so pretty. Yeah. Like, especially during the action scenes, just so stylized and everything. And I, I just love the character design, especially the death character, you know, especially with the red eyes and that wolf whistle. It's just, ah. <laughs> yeah. And it, they just did such a good job of making him scary and making him scary to Puss, too. And you could see the animation, how scared he was and scared of death. And it's like, oh, this is, and it's not really even about the bounty, it's about finally coming around to getting him and how he deals with death and then how everyone else, once they figured out that's who he actually is, they were scared too. I was like, that's so good. Yeah. I just, I, re- I really enjoyed like how like they, they fought and, but like death finally was like scared of puss and it was like, enjoy your life. And you know, puss was like, I will, you know, it's just like, Oh, that's so heartwarming. And, I, I really want I really want him to succeed and everything. <laughs> I just want him to be happy. And I was really expecting okay, Puss is not gonna get it. Uh, Kitty's Hot Pot is not gonna get it. Uh, Jack Horner is not gonna get it. Uh, the Bear is probably not gonna get it. So who's gonna get it? And it's like okay, it's probably gonna be Perito. And as you said that's gonna be predictable. He didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad he didn't get it because that's what I was expecting to happen. And I was expecting that some of the characters would actually just, you know, not die-die, but disappear. You know, like, okay, maybe that's it for the bears. Like, no, oh, okay, cool, they're here. Nice. (laughs) Um, I was, they did the, the, you know, too hot, too cold joke with uh, Goldilocks enough that it was good. And they did it, if they did like one more time, it would have been too much for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it still would have been better than the the bleeding goat from uh, uh, Thor four, you know, just like the crying, constantly screaming. The screaming. Yeah, not the bleeding goat, the screaming goat. Yeah, that. Well, joke. I mean, like the bleat. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. Like, oh, it's so annoying. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some people say that they every time that that goat screamed, they laughed. I was like, really, really? <laughs> like the first couple times, maybe. I was like, okay, that's kind of funny for once. Okay, as a reference to this old cart, um, video, okay. But it just kind of got annoying. And I was like, okay. But the way that they were able, that the writing was just so sharp. And um, I like that he buried, you know, he had his own funeral for himself. And, like, he buried his costume. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then, like, the, he had a, the Perito gave him a little stick to have a, a sword. And <laughs> they threw it. And yeah. then he went to go fetch it. I was like, oh. <laughs> It's just, it's so wholesome, this yeah. whole character arc. Yeah. And then, like, like uh, that he, you know, Perito's, you know, just like, the shirt he's wearing is not a shirt, it's a sock, the sock that his other pup mates have threw him into the river with rocks to drown him. It's like, oh, oh, that's so heartbreaking. I'm like, he, he doesn't even have a name, uh, they just keep calling him Perito, then he's like... Look, uh, like they try. I think they try to call him Jeff, 
And then like, no, I actually prefer burrito. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's just, it's just happy that way. I was like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's just so wholesome and sweet. And it's like, he, he just completely balanced out the, the deeper elements there. And, you know, I love that the action was just so fun and so fast. And like, I kind of would like to see this in 48 frames per second. Yeah. <laughs> because like, it's so fast. It's like, oh yeah, it's so smooth. And <laughs> so crisp. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to go home and pet my cat because it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked how like they referenced so many cats there, and like he could talk and he knows what's going on, but the other ones don't really know or anything. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and even the governor was was funny. Yeah, I, I like how he kind of appeared back at the end. <laughs> Yeah, and just like you know, the he would have survived that fight against the the giant if he wasn't so cocky. Yeah, and like all the death scenes of him dying in the eight lives before were funny, so dark but funny. They were. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm laughing at him dying. It's like, don't mess up. <laughs> like, uh, I think my favorite one was the the shellfish thing. Yeah, <laughs> and just and having those. Um, the Pinocchio com- uh, and just ha- having those references to Shrek, but not be references to Shrek, and having those a- actors come back, and it's like, oh, this is so good. It is. So yeah, I was like, no, you said it's predictable. I was like, okay, I guess all of them will get to the star, sure. And it's like, okay, no, I, I wasn't predicting that. Oh, I wasn't predicting Horner would have this uh, bag of tricks that kept having fun stuff that I could never know what the hell is going to be next. And- what? I, I bet I meant predictable as the end goal, not not like certain elements, you know. Okay. But like you know, like it was going to be a happy ending, of course. But oh. like, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I did like the bears was kind of scary too. Yeah, you know, at first, and then it's just like, oh, they're kind of lovable idiots, or just like an average family, you know. But it just how they were working together too. They had chemistry like a real family too. So it's like oh, oh yeah. And then soft pause. That they said that they that she was declawed. I was like oh yeah, that's actually really good that they mentioned that. You know that's okay. Wow. And the camera movement was so flashy, but it worked so well. Oh yeah. And like I was kind of worried about the movie because. A, it's been in production hell for a while, and then I noticed that uh, I was looking at IMDb. Uh, the guy who directed also did The Croods too. I'm like, oh, oh. And then, like, but this one was just a really solid movie. Like, well, better than solid. It was a fantastic movie. And I loved how um, like they have like some of the anime tropes of like running fast to the camera, you know, and but they make it work, right. Um, it's just, it's just it's such a wonderful movie. Um, and I don't know what else to really say. But if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, oh yeah, and three D if you if you have the capability. Yeah, um, just having them run around and having that you know how they shoot it with the camera and like they're running toward the camera and they're running away and you know just jumping around and having the, the awesome camera movement and the cinematography to match. It's not a slow movie. It's a fast movie. And just the camera keeping up and having that 3d just kind of builds you into it. Yeah. Love it. 
Yeah, I mean, just like it's a gorgeous movie, and honestly, one of the best animated films I've seen in a while. Like, if if it had come out this year, I would probably see the bad guys. But you know, this one is solid. One of the best of the year, like the best of the year. Yeah, and one of the best animated films in quite a long time. Yeah, DreamWorks is really be hitting it, and I feel like um, they're not. It's not only a fun animated movie because the Pixar movies, I love them to bits. Don't get me wrong, but the, sometimes they forget that they're not animated and that they they go so heavy in some of the things that they kind of stop being fun. And this right. movie stays being fun. It still has great animation and fun scenes and it still has that energy that it needs to it so it's more than just a cartoon, like a animated TV show cartoon. It's an actual film. It has that depth and it has that seriousness like a Pixar movie, but it doesn't slow down too slow like some Pixar movies that go on and it, it hits you over the head but it, no, it doesn't hit you over the head. It hits your heart but it doesn't hit you over the head in a way that sometimes the Pixar movies, I love them, I love them, I love them, don't get me wrong, but like I don't know if I really want to watch them again because it's so heavy and it hits so hard that you just, it's devastating. <laughs> right. And like, they're also not really worried about like, well, we're having the first gay character. I'm like, oh, I mean, I am for representation. So I'm like, I don't want it to be the main focus of the movie. I just want there to be, a fun, entertaining ride and with heart and, you know, depth. And this is what this movie delivered. Yeah. And, it, you know, it doesn't have to have that. I, I agree. It's, it's nice to have it. Um, but like you could have the depth and be fun and be animated at all at the same time. And, and, you know, it doesn't get too preachy. It doesn't get, you know, if you're a kid, you could probably won't, you won't get the depth of too much of it, you know, but if you're an adult, you'd be like, damn, this is really hitting some, deep themes of death and regret and everything. It's just like, damn, they didn't have to do this. And all oh, the voice acting is so good that it's just like, I just so caught up into this. And it's like, I want to see it again. I mean, like it actually had scope too. Like it was actually a big adventure. It wasn't like, yeah. like, you know, I, I expected Lightyear to be like a big adventure, but it was just relatively small scale. It was just on that planet, a few things like a few miles away from their base. And, that that was that, and whereas this is like, well, it t- takes place all of, all over these lands, and it's just a big fun adventure, epic, almost. Yeah, no, it is, and th- that's a great way of putting it. it. It becomes a film quality caliber where it's more than just a big episode or something. You know, that's right. the biggest critique that a lot of TV shows that become movies get. Oh, it's just a long episode. It doesn't really get the bigger scope. It doesn't go deeper than a regular episode can. It doesn't have the character development. This has all that, and it's so much fun. And yeah. it's it's uh, so it has everything. That's why it's like the whole package for me. It has yeah. the heart. It has the you know. It has the great animation, great voice acting. It has everything. I wouldn't change a thing in this. So and it's so like okay, wow, perfect. Okay, perfect. Oh, uh, if I would if I would change the release date so it wouldn't release so close to Avatar, <laughs> but so yeah, more but people would see it. <laughs> It's not its fault, though, you know. No. It's counter-programming. There's not going to, you know, not everyone's going to want to see Avatar, and um, it's fine. Um, so, it's it's just so perfect. And it's it's, it's it's one of those things that I really don't know what, if anything, changed. And they gave all the characters enough backstory that you care and you like them, and that you got to see it, not just hear it. And, um, 
Yeah, they did a great job. It was, I was stunned. And I already, I was so stunned that I was like, you know, like I said before, whenever I review a movie that y'all review, I edit your reviews and look at it. And it's like, okay, I kind of now I'm set in the box because do I disagree with you? Do I like it more? Do I like it less? You know, is, is, am I just going to be in a tunnel and like going toward your review? And this one's like, no, you're absolutely right. Everything you said, and you know, you know, just for for listeners to know, you know, I, when I was talking to you about this, you know, I, I'm, I, I appreciate that you're, you know, sometimes we could chat on um, and say, okay, give me more about the review, give me more about this, the score, because I would like to have that for everybody. That's you know, that's what usually editors in chief and direct, you know, would do is go back and forth and get the best content out, you know, and. Um, right. And I'm able to do that with you, and I really, really like it. And I was like, when I was reading your review, I don't see any negatives. And you gave it a nine. What's a negative? And then you said, okay, you know, the that's kind of predictable. So okay, but still, <laughs> that's you know, you, you could give it editor's choice for the movie too. It's like, oh, okay. And it's like it's kind of like giving it a nine point five. You know, kind yeah. of. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a cop out, and I understand that. But you know, it's it's a way to also say this is truly special. That's not just a perfect movie; it's special on top of that. So that's why the editor's choice award exists. So that for that purpose. So you know, yeah. I was it originally your review was just not a ten, but I was able to get that out of you, which I'm happy about. And it, you know, whenever I watched it myself, I was like, okay, is this a nine and editor's choice, or, or am I just going to disagree with you? And I was like, no. I think you hit it on the dot. If anything, I like it more. And I was like, oh. If, yeah. And if I like it more, then there's only one way to go, which is all the way, which is yeah. like... I mean, I really should have went, like, all the way, but I don't know. It's just... It's fine. That you don't... little thing. But, yeah, I don't I don't want to. It's just... Uh, that's just... Yes. That's how, that's it's, how it's you feel. one of the best films of the year, yeah. And that's how you feel, and that's fine. And that's... You justified that, and that's what I want. That's what all reviews should be. Just justify your, your opinion and say what's wrong, what's good, and that's perfect. And so, yeah, th- this is kind of what... That's why it's like, okay, what you know, what do I have to critique when I actually watch it? And, you know, I was happy to be able to see it back-to-back in 3D, you know, with Avatar in two different theaters, but, you know, it was cool. I was, I was like, I have money and I have time, and you know, I'm gonna ha- use my time well and have fun. I never had like a double feature before, and especially a 3D double feature at two different theaters. So it's cool. Yeah, I've never done that either. <laughs> uh, I was I was tempted because there's like a lot of people there to ask people if you do want to do an interview, but I was like, nah, that's kind of tacky. <laughs> so uh, I mean, at least you wasn't been doing like a uh, like a TikTok interview where you just hold up a a cheap microphone and be like, what'd you think of the movie? And then you just do something stupid. I mean, it's not that tacky. <laughs> I mean, after the uh, rewatched avatar, um, I did an interview with, with the, cause I, two other guys that are there and I did one with them and we put that up on YouTube and it was a pretty good little interview. Um, and when I went to see avatar two and, and high frame rate, there was a guy there and I asked him, he's like, no, I'm not interested. Like, okay. Well, it's fine. Yeah. It, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, and you know, I was like, do no, I don't want, you know, uh, like, I think the parents dropped off some other kids there. They're like, okay, you watch your thing and we'll be over here, you know, or that. And I was like, no, I can't ask the kids without their parents there. So it's like, no. <laughs> so yeah, that was like, we're like, 
hey, kid, if I give you some candy, will you do this review for me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was the, literally the, the two adults. I was one of the two adults in the in the movie theater. It was me and then this lady that was there with her, with, I guess, her daughter or, or whatever. But um, And then the kids that were there, there were like three or four of them. Uh, <laughs> and it was actually kind of funny because they were there and they're like making fun of the trailers beforehand. And they're like, oh, the Brady one. Oh, I definitely want to see that movie. And they're... <laughs> Usually, you know, you get mad at people talking in the you know theater, but it's like these kids are actually pretty funny, and they, they are enjoying it. I could tell that they they shut up when the movie started, and you know, like this is cool. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I was able to watch it in 3D. I'm glad I was able to watch it. Um, and I think I got a. I haven't checked my email. I have like 600, 700 emails, but I think <laughs> when I got my, it was funny because I got Fandango. If you get so many. Um, tickets you buy it from there they give you a coupon like five dollars off your next ticket or whatever right so i use uh, after i watched avatar i checked my email oh here's your five dollar ticket okay thank you and i used it right away and to get the ticket for puss and boots too <laughs> <laughs> and then um i think when i bought the ticket for puss and boots too they gave me the the uh, voodoo code for puss and boots one i was like oh cool. oh nice i actually so, need to actually need to get that movie on digital so yeah, um, Puss in Boots is fantastic. Um, kind of rambling enough a little bit, but um, so we're gonna wrap it up. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm glad we did have this podcast after all. I wasn't sure if we needed to because yeah. we were able to cover most of it, if not all of the stuff. But having just a little bit more of that detail of why we really like it and some of the best parts of the movie, was, I think it was worth it. A listen. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Bye. Bye, everybody. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, MK Ultra, Kevin Winter, Alex Folk, and Gravity Head Zero for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.